Now, in the first half of the Patek, right, yesterday's Shia, this is Shia of Sunday, the Rebbe starts talking about Klippa. And he tells us about Klippa one thing that Klippa gets Chayas from Kedusha in a way of Acherayim. Okay? Shem gives Chayas to Klippa in a way of Acherayim. What does Acherayim mean? Whatever he gives Klippa, he gives him a little Chayas, a lot of Chayas, an awful lot of Chayas, but he gives the Klippa Chayas in a way that it's separated from the giver. When they use it up, they're dead. Kedusha, Hashem gives Kedusha less. But he gives it even upon him that along with the Chayas Hashem gives Kedusha, he gives himself. And as a consequence of the fact that along with the chayas that he's giving, giving himself, the Kedushan always can't get to the Ebesh, that's always renewable. I want you to know, there are scores of my modern that talk about Klippa and the processes which Klippa gets chayas. To give you a, an example, there's a Bavustas Maimir called the Vyayim Zemachas Chamereish Nunvav, a Shadr Dekemaim Tafreish Nunvav, where the Rebbe Rasha speaks parichas about this suge of Klippa, how Hashem sustains Klippas. So I want you to know, then Hashem sustaining Klippas, there are a number of issues. The first one is not written in our Pei Tanya. So before we even continue, I want to set the stage. I want to tell you like this, that in order for Hashem to create Klippas, there are a few requirements. In order for Hashem to create Klippas, there are a few requirements. Requirement number one is called the Ribu Tzimtzumim. Ribu Tzimtzumim is, actually the truth of the matter is, it is written here. It's my mistake. It is written here. The first point. Ribut Tzimtzumim means that Hashem gives Chayas the Klippa that's very diminished. Because if Hashem gives Chayas the Klippa a lot, even if it's an Ibn of Acherayim, it'll know Hashem. It's called Elam So the first requirement for a Klippa realm, for a world to exist to deny its creator, is Ribut Tzimtzumim. It gets Chayas from the bottom of the pile. That's Aleph. Base. Ribut Tzimtzumim is not enough. Hashem give me the tiniest bit of chayas and you can be battled to Hashem. Because it's not kamos, it's not how much you have, it's your connection. So after Ribit Tzimtzumim comes quality two. Quality two is Acherayim. So the way a klipa is created, and remember, this is all within the scheme of Shinu Elamakabim, our point of view, and Dibet Teda, Kalashem, the other, Teda's point of view, the world does exist. For the point of view, the world does exist. Hashem makes the chayas less and less and less. Ribit Tzimtzumim. Then he turns his back called Acherayim. And these two qualities contribute to the creation of something called Klippa. What does it mean, Klippa? I live from God and deny Him. My whole reality is Him and I insist on not needing Him. It's hypocrisy. Continues the Rebbe and he says, Vehinah. Now goes Ish, we're going to continue talking about Klippa. In addition to the two points of Klippa we touched on yesterday's Shir. Number one, Ribu Tzimtzum, that Hashem reduces the light a lot. Number two, in addition to reduce not a lot, is a phenomenon called Acharayim. He turns his back. That the klipa should get in the way. Doesn't know the source. There's a third, very profound component to how klipa exists. The will of Hashem, which means the way it's connected to Hashem's face, the pnimius of the Eved. Humaker Hachayim is the source of life. Hamachayes kol which gives life to all the worlds. Ultimately, everything comes from Hashem. Klipa also comes from Hashem. But by Klippa, we have the two qualities mentioned yesterday. And now comes a third quality. The third quality is as follows. Because it doesn't exist, manifest in Sitrachar in a way called Shriya, manifest, revealed. Moreover, that even 
Even the little bit of chayas that Klippa gets from Kedush, which is called Ribitzim Tzumim and Acher Ayim, does not manifest in the Klippa Mamish. The word makif doesn't mean surround. It's hidden from the klipa from above. I'll explain to you what this means. In Hasidus, there's an interesting observation made. Take a neshama and put it into a goof that's dead. Take it and put it into a goof that's dead. Take a neshama, put it into a goof that's dead. If the goof comes to life, if the goof acknowledges, hey, I have a neshama, and my neshama came from Hashem, the goof can exist. Why can the goof exist? Because it's willing to admit that Hashem is giving me life. So its connection to Hashem keeps it alive. But if you take a neshama and put it into a goof, and the goof refuses to admit that it comes from the one of two things can occur. A, the neshama goes into the goof and gets swallowed up. It's called have law. When the neshama goes into the goof and becomes swallowed up, the neshama dies. B, the neshama goes into the goof and it bursts the goof. It plots it cannot be. These are two options. You put chayes elaki into klipa. Either the klipa swallows up the chayes elaki, so it dies. Two different possibilities. It dies. Or the chayes elaki goes into klipa and it kills the, the metias of the klipa. But the Abishter wants chayes to go into klipa. One second. The chayes shouldn't die. Klipa is supposed to last not five seconds. It's supposed to last a thousand years. On the other hand, the chayes and the key shouldn't destroy the klip. So there's a solution. The solution is called makif. Makif means as follows. In addition to point one, that to create a klip, you have to have a ribut simtum. In addition to point two, hello, we still love your conversation. In addition to point two, that after the ribut simtum, there's a chayayim. There's a point three. No, point three is the little bit of chayes that klip gets. That it gets, and even if a chayayim never goes into the klip itself. Because if it would go into the clipper itself, either it would destroy the clipper, or the clipper would destroy it. In other words, there's a weird relationship between clipper and its own life. I'll tell you why. What is the life of clipper? Hashem. What is the reality of clipper? I deny. There's a conflict. <laughs> you're living off God, and your whole identity is to deny Him. How do you do that? So the Rebbe says, the Abish that gives highest to clipper, but the highest and the clipper never merge. Because if the chayas and the klipa would merge, either the klipa would kill the chayas or the chayas would kill the klipa. In other words, either God would kill the denial or the denial would kill God. Godliness. So the solution is that Hashem puts chayas into klipa and it never merges. Which explains a weird concept. And that is that it says in Kabbalah that in Kedusha there's 10 and in klipa there's 11. The place where you see it in Yiddishkeit is the 11 Samamone Akteres, which corresponds to Shalosh Kibbutz at Meizagami. The Akteres had 11 meaning, not 10. And the 11 is called Chelbuna. Chelbuna is representative of Shalosh Kibbutz at Meizagami. Why is Klippa the number 11? Because you have the same, same 10 Sviz having Kedusha, and the 11th is the highest. <laughs> the Neshama of Klippa doesn't become one with the Guf of Klippa, because then either it would kill the Guf, or the Guf would steal an effect that the Neshama should die. So you have a weird phenomenon. Klipa is very strange. Why is Klipa very strange? Klipa is strange because it's living off God and denying Him. How can you live off God and deny Him? So there's rule number one is Ribi Tzimtzum. There's a very little piece of God coming into Klipa. Rule number two is Zacharayim. This little piece of God is coming into Klipa is disconnected from the source. It turns us back. And rule number three, the little bit of Chayis of Kedusha, 
which comes into klipa, and Avinacharayim is also makif. It never merges with the klipa. It always remains indirect. Look at the words. Yeah, he says, "Ain ishayda kala sitra achera." Vegam moreover, bechinas acherayim shalatznali. Even the acherayim that klipa gets, ain imelumish man betechamamish doesn't become one with it. Ela makif aleim umayla remains hidden from it. You see, it says the Alter Rebbe lekach. Consequently. When you think about what a klipa is, and you combine these three components, number one, ribitzim sumim, number two, acherayim, number three, even the little bit of chayas that klipa gets doesn't merge with the klipa, you get to number four. What's number four? Klipa is the place of death, and spiritual uncleanness, God should protect us. What is the meaning of the word death? According to Taylor, the meaning of the word death means something that is temporary. What is the meaning of the word life? Something that's forever. Jewish people are Kedusha, they're forever. Klippa means I'm going to die. I could die in a thousand years. Rome is death. Rome was one of the greatest empires in the history of the world. What's Rome now? Some old statues, broken statues to be exact. You understand? Something which dies tomorrow and is alive today is called in Teira Misa. The criteria of Klippa, what makes Klippa Klippa is it's not forever. Why is it not forever? Because it's not linked to the one who is forever with a capital O and a capital W. Why is Klippa not linked forever? Because of Ribit Tzumim and Acherayim and Makif. So when you see a Klippa that right now looks so viable, so dynamic, and so forever, you're looking at death because it's going to die tomorrow. Key because even the little bit of light and life that it nurses and it receives inside of itself from the back of Kedusha. Now let's repeat again. Actually, when the Rebbe says the Yacharayim, he means two things. Number one, Ma'at Mize'ed. Ma'at Mize'ed is the first point called the Ribo Yitzimtzumim. Number two, Yacharayim, which is the second point. So we have like this. First of all, Ma'at Mize'ed means a little bit of Chayas. Second of all, Yacharayim means this little bit of Chayas is a way of Yacharayim. But here's the third point. Shalom Mamish It's exiled in Klippa. You know what the word exiled means? Can't be revealed. As I've discussed, we discussed it in chapter 19, Pedic Yutes, and we had it earlier also in Saf Pedic Yudzayin. What does Golos mean? Golos doesn't mean you're suffering. Golos means you can't express yourself. The little bit of Chayas, that's point one, that comes from Klippa Vecherayim. Point two is Golos. Golos means you can't express yourself. Klippa is able to be Klippa because Hashem cannot express himself in the Klippa. The fact that this life comes from Hashem, Klippa is never going to know. According to the mystical secret of the Shekhinah being in Gauls, which was discussed in Pedicutes and so forth. So the Rebbe is saying you have three in Yonim and Klippa. Ribet Tzimtzumim, Acherayim, and Helen, which is also called Golos. And therefore, Klippa is death. Why is it death? It refuses to let Hashem be revealed. It refuses to let Hashem express itself. In other words, it refuses to say thank you to the hand that feeds it. So it will die. It's not, renew- it's not, it's not renewable. Says the Rebbe Valachain, and when you combine these three ideas, you understand why Nikri B'Shem Elokim Achirim. Klip is called the Eibishter and the Eifun of Achirayim. In other words, Ribetzim Tzumim Achirayim and the Helem slash Golos quality define what Klip is. And now the Alter Rebbe says, I want you to know Shehi Avedizara Mamish. Klip is is Avedizara. Two Mitzvah Perich of Dalit. Two Prakim from now. It's chapter twenty-four. We get to Chavdal, we're going to have a mantra. You know means a mantra? A statement we're going to repeat a thousand times. The statement is these words. Six times, not a thousand times. 
Sitra Akhara Klipa, Hanikra Avedazar of Alakimacherim. Sitra Akhara Klipa Avedazar of Alakimacherim, it's all the same. Avedazar sounds terrible. Sitra Akhara doesn't sound that bad, it says the Altareb, it's the same thing. Because what Avedazara, Ukfira, Bahdusei, Shalmalach, Machamlach, Machadish Baruch. The denial of the unity of the King of all kings, the Holy One, blessed be He. You have to understand, Avedazara is not atheism. Avedazara doesn't say there's no God. Avedazara says that the Abishta is Alakodalakai, the God of God. He's not, he's not involved. He's in heaven and we're on earth. And He has helpers. What, what is Klippa? Klippa isn't saying there's no Hashem. Klippa is saying there's Hashem and there's me also. As opposed to saying there's Hashem and I'm not. That's Avedazara. Because Avedazara doesn't mean there's no God. Avedazara means that God is not the only force. Ki because, me'acha sins, she'er v'chayez de Gedusha, because the light and life of Gedusha, who v'bchines golos, this is my translation of the word golos, it's hidden, b'teichah and the klipa. It cannot be revealed. What happens when the chayz of the klipa is off in the klipa? Either it kills the klipa, the klipa kills it. Eina b'teila klal, klipa is there for not bottle, l'gab Gedusha z'kadosh baruch, to the holiness of Hashem. Not only is it not bottle, it's arrogant. It lifts up like an eagle to declare. I exist. And besides me, there's nothing. As the Pasuk says, I made the river. The river made me. And I made the river. Which is it's a combination of a number of Pesukim and Yecheskel, which is a reference to Sanchev Melachasher, who was a big, uh, who was a Ebed And he had this circular reasoning. Maybe God made me, but I don't need God anymore. For taste. So, the result of the fact that Kedusha Hashem cannot be revealed in Klippa. Klippa acts arrogant. Klippa acts like a Balgaiva, like a Yesh, but from the Eivishter, that is a Vedazor. The same thing as a Vedazor. What is the core and root of what a Vedazor is? It's not that there's no God, but rather, that you consider yourself an entity unto yourself, Nifrad, which is separated, from the holiness of Hashem. Avedazar doesn't mean there's no God called atheism. Because the Gemara states explicitly, if Avedazar refer to Hashem as the God of Gods. Ella, what makes Avedazar Avedazar is simply, they say God exists, but I exist also. Leyesh as an independent entity, Vedavad as a thing with Niyatsmi unto itself. Ubazan, as a result, they separate themselves from the holiness of Hashem. And there's two points here they don't have Bittel, and the Shekhinah doesn't rest. They therefore don't have the Kedusha of the Abishta. Because they're not bottled to Hashem. Like the Rebbe said in Pedic Vov. And he repeated it again in other Prakim. Because the, the holiness of Hashem cannot rest. The Kalif for Gil Alakus is Bittel. The result of the Bittel is the Gil of Alakus called Shechino or Kedesh Alien called Chochma. Klippa refuses to have Bittel. The Shechino cannot rest. I, the Abish, that is there and gives them life. It's in Golos and in Helam. That's why it's called mountains of separateness in Zayed. Says that's a denial, not in God, but in the unity of God. Hamitis, which is true. That the truth is, everything but the is nothing. Moreover, a bottle by Emesle is Baruch. Not only is it like nothing, it's nothing mamish, because the Tzimtzum is like Yibshute. Ulatani into his will, Hamachayas Kuloma gives life to everything. Umahaven creates them, Oysa Mayayan Layesh, from a state of non existence, instead of existence, Tomit. And Klippa's saying, I am, is denying the idea of Achtis Hashem.
So Chaf in the first half of Chafalov said everything is God. Second half of Chafalov and Chabay says, from our point of view, we exist to the extent that through Ribbits and Tzumim and Achirayim. In Helem, you have Avedizara. Avedizara doesn't say there's no God. Avedizara says, I am independent from God.